now on the air from the state of Florida, where our 45th president temporarily resides until his triumphant return to that big house on Pennsylvania Avenue in 2024. Once again, it's time for the Flagler Trump Club's Future of Flagler podcast. Here are the three patriots who will keep Flagler County red while making America great again. Your host, Trump Club President Mike McElroy, along with Trump Club Vice President and Palm Coast City Councilman Ed Danko, and Trump Club Board Director, better known as the Shadow Mayor of Palm Coast, Alan Lowe. Hey everyone, it's Ed Danko. I want to welcome you to the Flagler Trump Club Future of Flagler video podcast. We got a great special guest today, uh, but before we get to that, uh, I'm here with my co-host Alan Lowe. How Say hello, today, Alan. Ed? Hello, I'm, Alan. I'm doing good. <laughs> Our other co-host, Mike McElroy, is still out visiting his family on the West Coast. He should be back here in two weeks for our next video podcast. Um, before we start, I just want to thank our sponsors, our supporters, uh, Twisted Minds, and also Cypress Knowles Golf Club. Yes. All right. So um, before we get into what we're doing today, I just want to show you folks a couple of things. Uh, as we all know, Alan is soon not to be our shadow mayor, but soon to be our mayor. We might have to change the intro. We'll have to change the intro. We'll get that reworked on. But right now, both Alan and I have been out knocking on doors. We have been doing this now for seven days straight. And we're well past 2,000 doors at yep, this stage. past 2,000 doors. If you folks find, let me find the camera right there. If you folks see one of these hanging on your door, that means we probably missed you. You weren't home. Otherwise, we'd hand it to you. But we are out handing out these, uh, this information on Alan Please uh, take a look at it. We'd appreciate your support. It's going to be a low voter turnout. I hope they all do vote for low. They I all like will that. vote. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but we're not expecting a lot of people. And let's tell them also the uh, the dates. The early voting date is uh, July 17th to the 24th. That's correct. And you, you like, I got to memorize. You got to memorize. And the last day for voting will be July 27th. July 27th. That right. is election day. Uh, there's a lot of people in the race. Um, you'll have a lot of names to choose from, but uh, we're hoping that things like this um, get your attention. So before we move on to our guest today, um, a little breaking news. This, uh, this headline, uh, here I'll hold it up to the camera, from this so-called uh, local newspaper. <clears throat> um, yeah, I saw Alan sort of make a, a grunt. Uh, shows that our city manager, Matt Morton, resigned nine days after uh, our mayor, Melissa Holland. And I'm not sure what's up with that, but we're going to be asking our guests. We well, have, before we go oh, there. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. yes do that. Um, you know, as the Flagler Trump Club, but also as our podcast, we welcome people to our show. But we want to say that the opinions and comments of our guests are not necessarily represented or represent the opinions of the Flagler Trump Club, nor Ed, nor I. Thank you so. very much for that disclaimer with, on that note, <laughs> sitting next to me. Because this could be a controversial show. This could be. Sitting next to me is Jay Marr, the former compliance manager for the city of Palm Coast. Welcome, Jay. Thank you. Um, so, Jay, um, first, uh, you worked for the city. What do you think of this headline, Morton Resigns? What do you think of the timing? I think um, the best thing that's happened to the city in years. You do? Oh, yeah. It's going to hopefully... With Denise in place, it's going to retire, return ethics and integrity to City Hall, which has been lacking ever since he's been there. Mm. Can you expound upon that? 
Oh, I could for de- for hours. <laughs> for hours. <laughs> for well, hours. We have a little while. Do you have enough time? <laughs> well, let's just 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 so folks know, and I want to make sure I get this correct. When you are our compliance manager, you were the one that did file the ethics complaints with the state. Is that correct? Yeah, I conducted the internal investigations regarding the mayor's corruption, Matt Morton's corruption, other council members' corruption, um, and turned everything over to the ethics commission as whether as well as several other law enforcement agencies. Well, before we go further than that, though, just to show the strength of what he's talking about, what is your background? I am a retired detective sergeant. Down here, they're called detective sergeants. In New York, I was actually a sergeant special assignment. Um, my specialty was homicide investigations and violent gangs and racketeering cases. I retired out. I, I was assigned to the FBI's Organized Crime Task Force as a group leader. Um, I'm a 9-11 first responder. I worked um, I responded to the towers on 9-11. I spent some time working there, digging. And soon after that, I was reassigned. My entire time team was reassigned to the terrorist task force doing narco-terrorism cases. Uh, we actually did one successful case prior to my retirement on a Hezbollah cell in Jersey City, New Jersey. My, pr- my retirement was pre-planned and was actually held up after 9-11. I had moved my family down here just because I wanted a better life back in June 2001. And I intended to come down in January 2002 and it got pushed back several months because in I'm sorry because of 9/11 and and things I was involved in I was doing deep cover cases I couldn't walk away from um, and finally uh, I retired and came here so you came here you got a job with the city of Palm Coast yep. as the compliant manager um, filed you filed some ethics complaints so be, be, how oh, long were you employed with Palm Coast I was an, an employee of city of Palm Coast for 18 years in good standing okay all right, 18 years. So I was actually selected to head up their ethics program. So you file these complaints against uh, Matt Morton, against some others, against some council members, I understand. Mm-hmm. I wasn't one of them. I wasn't on council then, folks. So <laughs> plausible you, deniability. Yeah, plausible <laughs> deniability. But, um, but at a certain point, though, um, the pressure was turned up on you, and you— it came to light that I was doing these investigations, and suddenly I was under the spotlight, and I was being targeted by labor attorneys hired by Matt Morton and Bill Reichman. Uh, in fact, one of them, they claimed to be an independent investigator, was in fact a, a, a part of Bill Reichman's office and still appeared on the city website. Um, even during the time he was coming after myself and several other witness blo- whistleblowers, um, I was subjected to hours and upon hours of interrogation, which was on completely contrived and made up issues coming from Matt Morton. And finally, when I was served by Renina Fuller with the last investigation, I read this document and it was complete, it was completely false. And I said, you know something? I had this conversation with my wife. I don't need this anymore. I'm going to retire early. I had no intention of retiring. In in fact, I had a succession plan in place with people that were going to be trained to do what I was doing. But that day I told the uh, director I was retiring um, I sent an email, and I gave him my 10 days' notice, and I thought I retired. And then a week after I retired, I found out Morton had this attorney uh, and Renina Fuller fire me retroactively one week to my retirement day. How do you fire someone <laughs> after they retired? I've never okay, heard of well, something like this before. You see, it's, it's not unusual in this. I mean, look at what they did to a candidate for mayor. They accused him of sexual harassment based upon complete falsification. No facts whatsoever. Six months after he left, while he's a candidate for mayor, Morton files an internal case 
and they go along with that. And it was false, also completely false. And I assume you're talking about Michael Shadi. Yes. And Debbie, Debbie from HR. I mean, that whole thing, parts of those affidavits, I was present for. It didn't happen. Hmm. And there's also communications showing that the attorneys were trying to encourage witnesses to sign affidavits to track with Matt Morton's memory. In other words, not their memory. You need to track with Matt Morton's memory. Interesting. Yep. So where do you think all this is headed? Based upon current uh, recent events, I'm hoping that it's heading down the, the path it should have head down a year ago. Um, some things take time. Investigations mm -hmm. take time. But if you watch what's going on right now, there is absolutely things that happen that trigger these things. Well, these let me ask you something real quick. Um, during the campaign, the last mayoral campaign, um, I had mentioned that there was possible FBI investigations, FDLE investigations, and ethics complaints because I picked that up out of the newspaper. Are you aware of any of those complaints? Um, um, the ethics case I filed. The state attorney's case I filed. I was in conversation with the chief investigator who forwarded it to FDLE. That's where I lost that part of the state attorney's case going into FDLE, but I was told that they were waiting for the outcome of the ethics case. As far as the other gentlemen are concerned, my former employers, I only can tell you that I've been interviewed by them. So has many employees. When you so say I wasn't former lying. employers, you're talking about the guys with the cards and the badge that has three letters on it? Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. That would be FBI. Mm -hmm. Okay. So maybe I wasn't lying. Maybe. No. Yeah. Neither was Mike Shoddy. And the crazy right. thing is that, the crazy thing is that even at the time, but especially now, Morton knew you weren't lying either, and so did Mayor Holland. Both of them knew those, those, those comments by Mike Shoddy and by you were, were accurate. In fact, recently it came to light that those two said they were going to destroy Michael Shoddy's life in front mm -hmm. of witnesses. And those Amazing. witnesses, I understand, are talking to authorities. Well, they attempted to destroy mine, too, while I was running for mayor at the time, but uh, lies don't last long. Tell me Truth about it. Truth always surfaces. It's... I mean, the stuff that has come out of the city manager's office is bizarre. Um, the things that have been made up in that office and cast about, I found out I was having an extramarital affair. I was shocked when I found out, and apparently the woman that was having it was, was shocked as well. <laughs> so how's that affair working out for you? <laughs> Unbelievable. Crazy. Unbelievable. But to repeat that to elected officials, to attorneys, to residents, to employees, just pull it out of wherever, completely false. But that's what he's, that's what Morton's thing is, character assassination. Two things, actually. What's that called? Um, there's, there's two things that he's expert at. One is, is character assassination. He just makes things up and just casts them. I've heard him make, I've heard of things he's made up about sitting council members. Really horrific accusations that he then tells everybody around him, even though there's no basis in fact. It's, it makes you wonder if, if, there's not something else going on there that you can actually do that. Most people, normal people, can't make up lies about individuals' lives, really horrific ones, and, and then spread them like they're truth. There's, there's something wrong there. Well, unless you're watching CNN or MSNBC. Well, there are exceptions. There <laughs> are exceptions, of course, or reading the New York Times. Gaslighting, that was the term I was Gaslighting. gaslighting. That he is, is yes, an expert yes. at gaslighting. So expert. You confronted Morton directly on a lot of these things, I assume. 
I was actually the pro the problem with with um, ethics in the state of Florida is in order to be protected in under the ethics laws of Florida, you're required to notify the CEO. The CEO, if the CEO is corrupt himself and part of the scam, you have to actually go to him and tell him this is going on. So what happens? And in this case, uh, Mr. Morton was the CEO? He's the CEO of the city. Right. So I had to actually go send him an email telling him about everything that was going on. And what that did was brought down the full force of the law, law not even our own law department. They went out and got other attorneys to come after me for nonsense. I had this, argue, uh, this, in, in, this funny conversation, actually, regarding withholding of emails. An email is sent by the mayor using her city email, her city title, to another city, identifying herself as the city of Palm Coast mayor and making a sales pitch for her private employer. And I was told that's not a public record, and they withheld it. So wow. I had this whole conversation with an attorney that, you know, I kept saying to him, have you seen the email? And he said, yes, I did. And you will tell me it's not a public record. And dead silence. Wow. And he said, well, I really can't tell you that. Well, he, in his ruling, he found out that I was wrong. That is ridiculous. Anybody, anybody will tell you those were public records. They were evidence of corruption. Absolutely. And that was only the tip of the iceberg. Wow. Hang on to that thought. Um, we're going to take a break and hear from our, our wonderful supporters sponsors, out yes. there, our sponsors. We'll be back in a few moments uh, with our guest, Jay Marr, uh, former compliance officer for the city of Palm Coast. Are you twisted enough for Twisted Minds escape rooms? Then check us out at TwistedMinds.com and book an adventure today. You can choose between Camp Calico or the mysteries of Vanished. How about travel back in time to 1840s California and visit Digger's General Store? Get ready. Coming late spring, early summer 2021. A little bit of mayhem at Twisted Minds Escape Rooms in Palm Coast. Check us out at TwistedMinds.com or give us a call at 888-92-TWIST. We'll be waiting. Tired of sitting at home restless? Need to exercise? Playing golf is one of the best ways to stay fit, and golf courses are one of the safest places to be. The gorgeous 18-hole Gary Player-designed Cypress Snow Golf Course is open to the public. Enjoy your game in the heart of Palm Coast, surrounded by nine glimmering lakes and plenty of wildlife. Your safe and healthy choice is Cypress Snow Golf. Voted the most beautiful course in Flagler County. Call to book your tee time, 437-5807. That's 437-5807. Hey, I want to thank our uh, supporters out there. Without their generous donations, this podcast, this video podcast would not be possible. If you're interested in supporting this video podcast, please get in touch with us at the Flagler uh, Trump Club. You can go to our website, flaglerfortrump.com. Yes, Flagler, the number four. That's Trump. the number four, not, not the word for. And uh, you can find out how to get in touch with us. Uh, we certainly welcome your support. Uh, anyway, we're back here with our guest, Jay Marr. Uh, did you have a question, Alan? Well, Jay, the, the, this whole thing is going crazy at the moment at City Hall, and, and we need strong leadership to bring it forward. In your opinion, I mean, you've seen this coming. Uh, are, are you surprised by the resignations that you've seen? No, and I think there's going to be a few more coming very soon. You think there's more resignations yep. coming? Wow. Wow. Um, I mean, you're a former cop. Mm -hmm. You've done a lot of investigations. I, I, I don't believe in coincidences. Do you? Well, 
I have to tell you, I said this on another interview. My background is in organized crime investigations. This organization, more and more, I actually joked about it with some of my former colleagues. I feel like I was investigating organized crime again. They were doing things that organized crime would do to cover their tracks, including changing the way that they would communicate as to not come across public records. What do you mean by that? Um, nothing in emails. They didn't want anything in emails. Text messages, they, they don't have when you ask for them. Um, walk-in talks around the lake. Walk-in talks. What's a walk-in talk? Walk-in talk was when we did mob cases, um, we would have electronic surveillance. And this was before the technology they have today where they can actually pick up those conversations where you're walking and talking. Um, and basically, they leave the building, they walk around and talk. And the reason they're talking outside and away, 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 away from earshot because they don't know who's cooperating, and away from the building because they don't know if there's electronic surveillance, they do walk-in talks. And, I mean, it's just ridiculous because it's a lot of things they did are exactly what organized crime would do. Um, the disappearance of Mayor Holland, I've heard that it's related to her daughter. And if it is, I, I, I wish her all of the... Me too, absolutely. Yeah, all of the best. But the sudden disappearance and knowing how she dealt with the really horrific things she was going through during the election and stayed on board... Um, I have to tell you, it's, I, I doubted that that's really why she left. But then for Matt Morton. Nine days later. And pretty much panicked. If you watch his behavior, even his behavior during the city council meeting, he's beside himself. He's been told something, I think, that shook his world. So he's leaving. And I hope everything that I think is coming comes to fruition because he deserves every bit of it. He has actually damaged and ruined people's lives. There was a gentleman at the last city Jason council Gardulo. meeting. Yes, Jason wasn't. Jason wasn't resigned. It was. It's sort of a joke. People were resigned all the time. It's and it's a term that we would use. Resigned are these folks that would leave the city with a resignation without a job to go to. They would sign an, a an agreement not to speak about it, and it would be given a large buyout. Now, number one. Who resigns from a good, well-paying job without a job to go to? Number two, who gets bought out when they resign? Who gets given money when they resign? So in reality, what was going on is those are people that either pushed back or weren't moving fast enough for the mayor in the projects she was trying to push. And Do you think the mayor was, was directing staff and bypassing the, the city manager? I know the mayor was directing staff. I know that for a fact, and so does authorities, and they have evidence of it. Can you talk about any of the evidence or? There's communications where certain key people that are still in the city are um, mentioned the mayor giving them direction. Wow. Um, there was several witnesses that um, regarding the um, official bid that was out there, the RFP, mm -hmm. the interference with that, the interference with the Gartner study by not only the mayor, but um, some other people outside the city had an interest in the software. There has been interference since day one. And I used to think it was because of where Mr. Morton came from. Matt Morton came from an organization where it was not a strong mayor organization. So basically, he was almost like the mayor's, I mean, it was a strong mayor's uh, uh, organization. So he was almost like the mayor's assistant. So it was okay in that type of world. But when he came here, he just stayed doing the same thing, allowing her to run the city. And 
I imagine the reason Jim Landon is gone is because he pushed back and pushed back and pushed back, and he was he was a problem, and they couldn't move forward with him there. So they got rid of him and found this guy. Wow. Do you think we should change our charter and have a strong mayor in Palm Coast, or do you think we should keep the I present situation? you have any I opinion have on it? Not really, because I really don't. I'm not. I'm apolitical. That's the crazy thing about this whole thing. I've been drawn into all these different political conversations. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm a public servant, and I've served for 21 years and 18 years. I've not been a political person. I was forced into politics of this simply because of a corrupt administration, and I'm left over from. I had a job to do investigations. We did them well, 129 cases, everything from theft of time, theft of money, embezzlement, you name it, we've done these cases. And what we did was we went back and changed the system so those things couldn't happen again, which is what my project was. Suddenly, the administration I'm working, on, working under is gone and a corrupt administration comes in. And my cases go from low-level employees now to the top of the organization. Hmm. So I found out that I overstayed my welcome. They did not want oversight. But the crazy thing is, Morton was so disengaged, he really didn't even know what I did. He so didn't know what you did. Well, he, know what, he knew I did a lot. That was, I don't blame him for that, because uh, I actually okay. had like different hats I wore. I did contractor issues, I did tax issues, and I did internal issues. But I flew under the radar and watched, and collected the data, and turned it over all along. Anything I was ever given was turned over. Wow. So, you know, this week um, I made the – we've all heard about the secret uh, naughty citizens list, whatever you want to call it, enemies list. Uh, I made a motion this week at council that we cease immediately using that list until we come up – we need to come up with a different way of protecting our employees uh, and allowing folks who might get placed on a list – some due process and, 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 you know, an opportunity to defend themselves. Do you, you know, a lot of people have asked me about the history of this list. Where did it come from? How did it start? Um, I've heard of a couple of things, uh, um, but I'm just curious, do you have any light you can shed on this, uh, this list? I know it started, the, the involvement I know is that it was from an HR director in, um, in Landon's administration. Um, Under which mayor? It would be... Holland, I believe. Um, yeah, I believe it would be Holland. Would it be 16? Would that be Holland? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's but what I heard too. I've also heard them saying that I created it. I know I've heard that. I did did you create that no, secret I, list? And I had no control over it either. The only, uh, the only times I was aware of it is when they added somebody to the list, they would send out an email saying this person's been uh, added to the list. To, to all people or directors? No, I thought it was to all employees just to warn them. Okay. Um, but the reason I know about the list, of course, is a local nut job that unfortunately I had the displeasure of dealing with over the years that made false allegations against me for like a dozen years and other employees who actually threatened code enforcement and threatened myself. Uh, there was police reports for the, I don't know if it is for the code enforcement, but for mine there was, there was police reports. Those people, you know, you have to let the employees know that these I, people I agree, exist. and we have to protect our employees, and I said that at council. But I think we need to come up with a better way of doing it. But I had no idea. You know, I, right. I did nothing. We, there, was, there was a Daytona News Journal uh, story where um, there was a guy with a Trump sign in his yard, and he argued with the code enforcement. Whose administration officer. was that during? Well, that was, that was just recently. Just recently so under Holland. And Morton. Yeah, yes. and he argued with the code enforcement person, and 
I guess they exchanged a few words, and then he had to move his sign back 15 feet 15 or whatever. Feet from the road. Right, which is fine. I remember a couple. But that he gets stood on out. this list over a Trump sign. I remember the spear one. I, that one stood out in my mind. Oh, I like, bet. Who uh, the heck yeah. tossed a spear? Through a spear at a city worker. Yeah. yeah. Now know. that should have been turned over to the sheriff's office, not put on a naughty list. My understanding, I mean, Dave Williams was the commander at the time. First, I worked with Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon had an office right next to mine. And then Dave Williams came in, they moved him into HR. But I'm pretty sure that the sheriff's office, at least the commander located there, mm-hmm. uh, was aware of, of this. Probably didn't think anything about it other than you're trying to protect the uh, residents. Um, but pretty sure that they knew about it did they know about that well and they should things like that are what people should know about somebody flipping a code officer the bird shouldn't get them on a naughty list no no somebody throwing a spear should get them (laughs) on some kind of a list i agree i agree so jay so jay uh what are you doing now what's up with your life now i assume you're not done with dealing with this city issue i assume you still have issues i'm waiting to see what happens before um there may be a, a lawsuit coming, actually, from several uh, former employees. Okay. Um, but you yourself right now are involved in other things. In about the same time that I left the city, I was approached by um, a major film company to sell my life story related, my life rights related to a case I did in New York. And for the last year, I've been working with them on a miniseries. And uh-huh. um, so I'm, I guess, yeah, I guess so I'm in So you're a movie star. No, they they actually the contract's name is an artist. Oh, <laughs> so who are they? Who are they getting to play you? Who's the actor that gets to play you? Or I don't you know because point? I had to send them period pictures from back then oh. of myself and my team. Um, it's going to be interesting, and I mean it's it's foreign to me, and it is not labor intensive whatsoever. Everything is by Zoom, you know. I mean, oh really? Wow. Yeah, pretty much because part wow. of these part of the folks I'm working with are in California, and the other part are in Baltimore. Mm. So all the meetings are late in the evening, and um, they take about an hour or two. And really, all I'm doing is I'm telling the story. Who uh, who was it that played Kojak? Telly Savalas. Telly Savalas. So that that should be who you have. (laughs) (laughs) I can see you walking around. I just can't wait to see what the end product is. I really can't. And it's a major production company. It's not like a an independent company. They who I'm in contract with are major film and uh, television pro- um, producers. Uh, it's got to be very exciting. Yeah, it is. My yeah. wife thinks I'm a little crazy because she sometimes overhears the Zoom <laughs> conversations. <laughs> well, listen, I want to thank you for dropping by today. We're just about out of time, and uh, I want you to keep us updated with anything you hear about the city or, um, you know, with the movie thing, too. We want to hear about sure. that. Um, and uh, anyone out there, um, Matt Morton? you're watching if you want to come on our show we'll be happy to put you on our show and you can respond yeah. to jay uh we're Could not come on that show too yeah, well you you, you know you if, would he, like would, to, if sure. he would sit down with you i would we would just sit here and watch and let yeah, you guys we'd, we'd just sit back things. and enjoy the show you know we're not here to pick sides i, think I need um, to talk to the attorneys first yeah <laughs> we're not here to pick sides no not but, at all but anyone else um just michael shoddy if you'd like to come on the show uh we'll we'll have you on just let us yeah, know of course um Folks, I want to remind you to to visit our Trump Club website. That's Flagler number four, not the word for FlaglerForTrump.com. Our meetings are every third Monday at the VFW uh, in Palm Coast off of Old Kings. Every third Monday, starting promptly at six 
8.30 p.m. And you um, need to come early because we are packing the place. Oh, we're, we're filling up. It's amazing. Yeah. How many members do we have? We now? have over 550 members. Amazing. I know. it is, And it keeps growing and growing and growing. Largest largest club in uh, Palm Coast, right? I the would largest? think so. Yes, yeah. in Flagler County. Flagler County. We're working on some events. Um, we've got some events coming up that we'll be announcing soon. Some really great ones. Great ones. Um, but anyway, uh, please come visit us. Come to our Trump Club meeting. Um, and uh, I'm going to you know, basically leave you with that. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Again, I want to thank our sponsors, Twisted Minds and the Cypress Knowles Golf Course yes. for, for making this broadcast possible. And, and that's it for now, Alan. You have anything else? No, I thank you, Jay, for coming thank on. You. And uh, like Ed said, if anybody else would like to come on and uh, rebut anything that Jay said or sit down here with Jay and have an interesting discussion, yeah, Welcome. We'd, be, we'd be glad to have you. All right, folks, you have a great week, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. The Future of Flagler is sponsored by the Flagler Trump Club. Our meetings are every third Monday starting at 6.30 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW. Visit our website, flaglerfortrump.com. That's flagler, the number four, trump.com to learn more. Let's make America great again.